Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. It is Sarah, and I want to talk about using fear to your advantage. We do a terrible job of using fear to our advantage. We experience a toxic relationship or a dangerous situation or something that just doesn't feel right. And we just like, well, we ignore fear. In that circumstance, we, we put fear in the trunk. Well, I know that my gut's saying something wrong, but I'm just going to move forward anyway. I'm going to put fear in the trunk. Um, you know, well, I know that person, I, it felt like something was a little off or that seems like uh, something might be wrong, but I'm not going to trust my gut. I'm going to put fear in the trunk. Okay. So the times that fear is on purpose, the times that fear is there to keep us safe, the times that fear say, hey, there's a red flag, the time that fear says, don't trust that person. The time that fear says something's off, we've stuck fear in the trunk. Now, there's an opportunity to move forward, to launch a new business, to launch a new life, to write the book, to put out the news article, to uh, have the conversation, to put yourself out there in dating, to experience a new adventure. And instead of putting fear in the trunk in that circumstance, we have fear in the front seat. And we're sitting in the passenger seat to our own life. And we're like, gosh, you know, I'd really love to uh, start that new business venture. I'd really love to try that. I'd really love to put myself out there. I'd really love to try going out with that guy who was nice to me. I'd really love to try leading my kids by example. I'd really love to try a Facebook Live or putting myself out there. And it, that is where fear belongs in the trunk. But we have fear in the front seat. Not only do we have fear in the front seat, we have fear driving. And in the midst of the new, the secret to amazing problem solving, how to get unstuck and how to take uh, complex problems and apply simple solutions, we're coming across practical problems to solve and emotional problems to solve. So say you want to start a business. Okay, what type of business am I going to do? Who are my ideal customers? How do I need to make it successful? When do I put it on the uh, calendar to make sure it happens? What is my deadline? Those are all practical problems to solve. Now, the emotional problems to solve, what if people don't like it? What if I fail? What if I try it and it doesn't work? Okay. And that's where we let fear drive when there are emotional problems to solve. And then we ignore fear when it's like there's a red flag flapping in our face and hitting our face. And we're like, well, it's probably not a red flag. There, there's something called a, a little meme. And it said, oh, it's probably not a I saw the red flag and thought it was a carnival. Oh, it, I did it too. We have all done it. But we're all going to experience fear. But I want you to use fear to your advantage, keeping you safe, trusting your gut, not to keep you imprisoned, not 
fear of moving forward, not fear of the future. There's two different kinds of fear, useful fear and present fear. And I see so many women using fear to their disadvantage, using fear at the wrong times and applying it to the wrong strategies of your life. I want to see you afraid of what happens if you don't change. I want you to see, I want you to be afraid of what happens if you don't move forward. What if you don't start the business and your kids need help financially and you can't do it? What if you don't get out there and you die alone? because you were too afraid to start dating again? What if you don't write the book and there was another woman who you were supposed to help with your story and she lives a life of pain because you were afraid? That's the time to put fear in the trunk. And I, as we separate practical problems and emotional problems, okay, I want to make fear less socially acceptable. And I want you to think if I was started picking my nose right now, it would be odd and you would go, whoa, what is she doing? That's not socially acceptable. Even though probably everybody has boogers, everybody has to pick their nose at some point, we know it's not socially appropriate to pick our nose on camera or pick our nose in public. But somewhere along the line, we made fear socially appropriate. And not the good kind, not the kind that keeps us safe, the kind of fear that keeps us stuck. And we made fear socially appropriate. In fact, we called it a comfort zone. Well, you know, it's just hard to get outside of my comfort zone. What if we had called the comfort zone, I've accepted uh, the bad things in my life as normal zone? Well, I'm in the I've accepted bad things in my life as normal zone. What would change? Would you be as willing to stay there? But we've socially called it the comfort zone, which means some there's some level of comfort it brings us. And I want to make your so-called comfort zone uncomfortable. I want to make living in a prison of fear uncomfortable. I want to make it less socially acceptable that When fear belongs in the trunk, it's in the driver's seat. And when fear belongs in the driver's seat, it's in the trunk. Because that is how you move your life forward. Becoming more afraid of things not changing than of things changing. Because if you don't like something in your life, change is the only solution. And I hope you can use this lesson on fear to become your own solution and your own best problem solver. So of course, as always, you become toxic person proof. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I have a favor to ask you. If you have loved what you're hearing on the Toxic Person Proof podcast or love my book, Becoming Toxic Person Proof, I am asking you to hit subscribe and write a review. You don't even have to use your real name in a review, but it really helps people to know this is information they can trust. This is information that will change their lives. Not just more details on narcissism, but details on how to move forward, details on how to take back who you are and know who you are. And I need your help in that. I need your help in spreading the message um, and letting people know this is information they can trust. So be sure and leave a review. Thank you so much. I know so many people want to help others. 
and they say, gosh, I just want to help spread the message and, and help others understand what they've been going through. And one of the ways, the easiest ways, it takes like two minutes, um, is leaving a review on the podcast, sharing the podcast, um, or leaving a review on the book, Becoming Toxic Person Proof. Thank you so much for your help as we work together to help the world become toxic person proof. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, Finding Love and Success After a Toxic Relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live, there's tons of support, and most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.